Hello and welcome to another nonsense, nonsense, nonstop, nonsense retrospective. <laughs> nonstop nonsense, it's all the same. Non- yeah, nonstop <laughs> nonsense from our from the nonsense review. <laughs> Just gonna another nonstop re- fucking hell, I've done it again. Another nonsense retrospective. Uh, we are your hosts, as always. I'm Rick, and here is Devon. Yes, I'm Devon. I should have an Owl House quote, but ah, hooty hoot hoot, <laughs> hooty hooty hoot hoot. Yep, yep, yep. That's normally what is a the, pretty good one. <laughs> what does Lilith call him? Hootsifer. Yeah, Hootsifer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's adorable. <laughs> it uh, is a good one. It might actually be his full name, and nobody's bothered to ask, apart from Lilith. I don't think she even asked, though. I think she just randomly started calling him it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it does make sense for someone to who's called that to like shorten it to Hooty. But it's also kind of like, no one takes him seriously. Rightfully so, yeah, yeah. but... He, well, even himself, basically. <laughs> he can't take himself seriously. He's like 10. No, 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 no. <laughs> mentally, mentally. Mm-hmm. There's, that, mm-hmm. there's that one bit relatively early on when Ida finally decides to get Luz enrolled into the school, where it's just like, school, who needs school? Looks at King, looks at Hootie, oh, I need to get that girl into school. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that's not tipped you off, for today we're going to be talking a bit about the Owl House. But before we get any further, we'll get into our time-honoured tradition of the nonsense asinine hypotheticals. And do you have one for me today? I do, it's a bit boring, it's a bit mundane, but it kind of balances out the fantastical world of the Owl House. Sure. You have to um, you enrol in I've forgotten the name of the school the Hogwarts knockoff Hexside um, there we go fuck how did I forget that you have to enrol in Hexside what course do you go on probably healing um, you can basically be as strong as you like physically and still have healing magic and just be generally a good guy is there a healing track yeah there is there's, mm. there's nine there's nine yeah there's nine there's one for every school of magic in in, uh, in the Boiling Isles is like what healing yeah, I, I, and... I just I don't know what all of them are that's why I was like is there ones that's specifically healing or is there is, yeah, yeah. Is, it's, it is called the healing track. So there's like oracle, healing, plant, beast, aberration, um, yeah, yeah, abomination. Oh, um, I fucked that up. <laughs> fine. Yeah. Um, bard, construction, seven, illusion. Yeah, so that's Gus. And then there's another one which I've forgotten because I'm shit. So let's just... I I didn't really remember any of them. I know illusion because Gus. I know plant because Willow. I know abomination because um, the blights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the... There's a tenth one that's detention. <laughs> Yeah, that one's weird, isn't it? That that's kind of an official track to be on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I sent you that oh, comic, didn't I? I think you did, yeah. Where uh, but... Amity and Luz are trying to get to detention so they can make out. And they get kept <laughs> out by not. the... Uh... I, I dev- I've, I've sent you so much fucking shit posts, but... Um, you have. But, they, uh, they, they, they go there... Posts. They're well made. They, they are well made. Yeah, but um, they, they go there, and I've forgotten the girl's name, but she's the girl from detention track. And okay. uh, she goes, no, you don't come in here. I know what you're going to do in here. It's written all over your face and it cuts to a panel of Luz and Amity smiling and words like kissy kiss and smooch smooch all written on their face and she goes no this is a serious track for serious people go away do that somewhere else and then they go yeah. oh okay they sneak off and then she goes Whoo! walks back in closes the door and uh, who's waiting for her but Amity's sister and they're gonna do the smooch smooch instead <laughs> yeah. Oracle I think is the one that I didn't say you said Oracle it was straight after I healing I said Oracle okay okay yeah. I'm stupid it's fine I can remain potions potions yeah, there we go. That's all of them. Mostly from memory. Mostly from memory. I might have read it. I might have read it like yesterday. But... Yeah, fair enough. But I've literally slept since then. So. 
that's uh, doesn't it doesn't uh, not a stellar recommendation for your memory, eh? Oh no 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 no! I'm 36. Like I can't be expected to remember. I don't remember what I had for dinner last week. Not let alone like things that happened yesterday. It's one of those things where unless it's a, I've had pizza more often than not this week. Like, but mostly because it was cheap at work. <laughs> you, had that, you had that really nice pesto one, didn't you? I wouldn't say uh, it's quite nice. I had to buy some uh, additional mozzarella and cheddar because they never put enough cheese on oh, that bitch. Oh yeah, because they're always a bit stingy with it, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, my question for you <laughs> is one that you've asked me in the past, and it's a little bit related to today because I gave today as an answer. You get to design a Kingdom Hearts world based on something Disney. What do you make? It's a tough one. Yeah, it's a real tough one. The Owl House is yeah. such a good answer for it. Is the problem, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you, did, you did counter with like even Amphibia would be a very good one. I did, but because I said it during the episode, I didn't want to just uh, default to it, you know. <laughs> Oh, amphibia would be amphibia would be fucking great because like there's so much you could do well i say there's so much like we haven't watched season three yet but we know where season three takes place because we saw the mm-hmm, end of season mm-hmm. two um yeah, yeah, yeah but you know anywhere in the amphibia verse would be a good place to go for it and like imagine having sasha as your warrior oh yeah <laughs> having on on that's fucking the pronunciation of persona 5 having Anne as a uh as like a weird druid type <laughs> or mm-hmm, a monk mm-hmm. considering what happens at the end of season two or whatever um well e- even before that she still knows Muay Thai. Yeah, but she's also like twelve. Yeah, I not true. to take anything away from because Muay Thai is a you know a proper fucking martial art. Uh, if yeah, I recall yeah, correctly, yeah. it's it's like ranked like. Uh, uh, please feel free to correct me because I know fuck all about martial arts. Um, as far as I'm aware, like it's meant to be, it's up there in terms of uh, ground based offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as I'm aware, like that, that's just uh, information I feel like I've absorbed, but I could be chatting shit. I don't know. Uh, I've got this fucking weird Superman twirl in my fucking hair. Uh, <laughs> it's to fucking go away. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, I'll, I'll try to stay away from those two because we could oh, fantasy booking Kingdom Hearts worlds with those two in mind is great. Um, yeah, it would be. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I'm just trying to think of something that Disney hasn't already done for Kingdom Hearts as well. Uh, well I don't want to. Also, ex- you can also kind of expand it to things that Disney now owns. I don't want to see a King in a Hill fucking Kingdom Hearts world. <laughs> <laughs> Kingdom Hearts of the Hill. Oh. oh, someone's done that. Someone's drawn a fucking great shit post of Hank Hill going. Um, oh, uh, I'll tell you what. I don't know what that Kingdom Hearts there is, but if you ever need propane or propane accessories, I'm here for you, Sora. And he's sh- and then she's shaking hands with Sora. It's so fucking dumb looking. <laughs> do, I th- do I look like I know what Kingdom Hearts is? <laughs> That's so. An- it annoys me that it's such an easy voice to do, and I can't do it. And then you fucking blow me out the water like that, you bastard. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the friendly J- reminder, J-Pick we swears. Oh, yes, yes. I, I also blew that one off the front by doing so in the beginning. <laughs> so, apologies for that. Apologies for uh, preemptively demonetizing us for, you know, the seven years in the future when we actually get, you know, partner status or something. <laughs> yes, that's what we're aiming for. Mm. Nah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, back to your question. Uh, I don't want to cop out and just say Star Wars because that's kind of lame. I also don't think it would uh, work in Kingdom Hearts. You could zone in on something like a Jedi Academy. Nah. Like, or um... if I if I chose Star Wars, it would be like a, an episode of Bad Batch. Yeah, Bad Batch is a pretty good one actually. Just generally <laughs> Bad Batch in a nutshell. The you, you put the batch as badasses in distress, and you team up team up with Omega. Oh man, that's a retro in the future, so I don't want to talk about it too much. But yeah. <laughs> Uh, man, it's tough. Tough to think of a Disney friend. I know what I'll do. I'll bring up Disney Plus. Give me a minute. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, Disney Plus is up. Well, there was one that we did recently. Yeah, uh, I don't want to do that one. <laughs> uh, movies. Let's do movies instead of series to make keep me easy. Animation, keep it even easier. All right, let's see here. Uh, okay, straight off the bat, here's one that which they haven't touched, which would be good. Bugs Life. That would be good. That would be very good. Be very good as a like a contrast to Toy Story, which they've had loads of Toy Story films. They've only had one Bugs Life film, so it would be a nice way to look back on things that they've done before and like have a bit of reverence for it. Well, it's also not forgotten about it. It's also that um, it's one of those weird things where Kingdom Hearts Three had a lot of Disney Pixar stuff as the focus, yeah, yeah, yeah. and a Bugs Life would have been so good. Oh man, mm-hmm. helping Flick find the circus bugs, or even cutting straight to the end and having another confrontation with Hopper, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or make an OC bad guy that's a heartless. Yeah, maybe so. There's plenty of heartless shaped bugs. Yeah, Wait, flip enough, that, reverse enough. it. Bug shaped heartless, even. <laughs> I, Works work. both ways. Depending on what came first, the bugs or the heartless, it was Death Bug. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'll go Bugs Life, but you know, my real answer is the same as yours. The Owl House would be fucking sick. Yeah, yeah. I love how when you asked me that and I gave you that answer, you went, oh, bastard, I forgot that that was Disney. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I wasn't expecting you to go so new school with it, you know? Yeah, yeah, you were expecting me to go with, like, Steamboat Willie versus no, my, Mickey or something. I mean, or... can't, can't do that, that already exists. <laughs> fair but, enough, um, fair enough. No, I, I think my exact words during the podcast were, I was expecting you to go, like, really lame Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> the Simpsons would not be a good Kingdom Hearts world, no. Probably not. Maybe the school, but then again, there's a way better school in the Owl House. I'd, what would you do? It'd be, Mr. Burns would have to be the villain, and that sucks. Mm. Mr. Burns is the villain, he's encroaching on the school or something. But yeah, it's a, it's a bit shitty. <laughs> nah, I'd, there's certain things that you... you nah, you just can't. Nah. But yeah, what are we doing yeah, today, yeah. Rick? <laughs> so today, we're going to talk about something that's near and dear to all of our hearts. We're talking about the Owl House. <laughs> and just generally in its general overall overarching themes, characters, things we love, things we maybe not so love. Generally, it's mostly things we love. We're going to be gushing a lot today. <laughs> yeah, and to, and today we promise, as Rick pointed out, to actually do our regular closing sten- uh, sentences. Yeah, I brought it up in the middle of the week. I'm like, shit, we forgot to do it last week. Uh, I put it down to teething troubles and, you know, a little bit of nerves with our first live broadcast, which maybe nobody actually saw live, but still. Part of the por- part of doing these live is to get into the, you know, get into the groove of doing them live all the time. Yes, today we had some troubles as well, didn't we, Greg? Yes, we did. The internet wasn't playing nice. Mm. And we'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, bastard northern internet. It's Sky, it's fine. It worries me that Sky is the problem because Virgin's the problem down here. And those are the two big fucking companies. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's either that or BT. And I think everyone scrambled to get away from BT as soon as there were other alternatives. Because mm. they just kept adding £5 a month onto your bill every year. Yeah. Uh, but let's not, uh, let's not get bogged down in um, politics when it comes to broadband. And let's crack on with something much more fun and interesting. And that is our... Well, it kicked off my interest in the new generation of Disney animation. And that is the Owl House. Yes. <laughs> now, episode one is one that we covered in the live reaction on um, on Nonsense Review. Oh, fuck, and we did, didn't we? Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> that was, it was actually... I think it was meant to be the first Ghost and Molly McGee episode. No, Halloween. Halloween we did all Halloween stuff. Well, yeah, that yeah that was meant to be then. But we there was definitely something that we were meant to do that day. And you said, right, fuck it, we're doing the Owl House. <laughs> yeah, you know, I could probably work it out if I had the date, but I don't. It, it, it wouldn't have been Halloween because... Yeah, it wouldn't have been Ghost and Molly McGee. Uh, Ghost and Molly McGee. Fuck, I'm doing a you. Um... <laughs> 
Sorry. Um, yeah, it, w- it wouldn't be that because that was a Halloween thing. And I think we replaced that with like Lego Star Wars or some shit. Yeah, yeah, we did a Lego Star Wars. And yeah, <laughs> there were a fair few things on that month. <laughs> but yeah, we, d- we did uh, we did the first episode on... I think Amphibia was, a, was a n- another recent one where it was a kind of like a replacement for something. Uh, and... it, that was a sick episode. Ah, yes. yes that hasn't yes, actually I mean... been broadcast, so thanks for spoiling that, Rick. <laughs> and they both turned out to be good and we've both seen everything there is to see, pretty much. I mean, I'd, I'd <laughs> long watched Amphibia and was championing it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Rick was like, "Hey, if we do this on the on the thing, then might, I might watch it." I went, "Okay, fine, we'll we'll do it." <laughs> <laughs> and then I did. <laughs> yeah. Although, granted, it did take him getting locked out of his house to watch most of it. Um. Okay. Good chunk of it. Well, you, you say that, but like a week before, I was in hospital, and that's when I watched more of it. Like, well, the most of it, and then locked out of my house a week later. <laughs> ah, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, you had a bad couple of days, didn't you, over Christmas? <laughs> yeah. 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 Let's just delete December. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh no! Apologies to anyone who was born then, but oh well. Oh, you were uh, too, so it's cool. Yeah, I'll delete myself. Fine. <laughs> no, I need you for the podcast to work, motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, do you have anyone else as effortlessly charismatic as a, uh, as, well... I've a, got no one a, easier a, to book. No, a, a, a bearded <laughs> thumb. <laughs> like, like, here's the problem, right? I can't use anyone else because everyone else fucking works on the days I'm yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, everyone else does nine to fives, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah so uh, we've, we've waffled a bit about nothing to do with the outhouse. So early on, after we get past episode one, which we did as a reaction, uh, we get introduced to Willow, Gus, and Amity, and, you know, Bosch is also there. But Amity is introduced there as the alphabet and you know Luce gets snuck into school as a fake blob beast and that's the one that doesn't Principal Bump try to dissect the blob beast thinking that it is a blob beast he does it's it's one of those weird things where you at the time you're like oh Principal what's his name Bumpkin yeah yeah Principal Bump yeah sorry Principal Bump is it's one of those where early on it's very easy to be tricked and bamboozled into thinking oh this guy's the traditional uh, cartoon principal he's a villain he's evil he's a bastard for no reason but uh, in retrospect, uh, knowing more about Bump and what his priorities are, it, it probably was just him like, how the fuck did you do this? I must know more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. normally uh, abominations are just goo monsters. I mean, yeah, even uh, Alador Blight, uh, Amity's father, can't do that shit. Mm. You know? So therefore, fair enough for suspicions being fucking raised. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's a little, another little thing. Willow is being forced onto the abomination track because apparently there's very good employment opportunities at the end for being an abomination master when actually her actual talent lies with plant magic. Yeah, it does. And like, again, it's a very uh, shining example of Bump being an actual good principal in that mm. as soon as he sees her talent, he's like, oh, fuck, yeah, yeah go over there. <laughs> go yeah, do yeah, this. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> like, there are multiple instances of Bump just showing up as a very reasonable person. Like, even though he's cast as the heel in some, um, in some episodes from a children's point of view, he's still very definitely a reasonable authority figure. I mean, even later, uh, like, I'm going to jump ahead a bit to season two, where Odelia and, well, it's more mostly Odelia, but Alador doesn't do anything, so he's just as much to blame, uh, where they try and get, um, well, they, they successfully get Luz suspended because she's distracting Amity, allegedly. Yeah, yeah. And, um, like, e- even when Bump's doing it, he's like, I actually, I don't want to do this, but I haven't got a choice. They're on the board. They fund X, Y, Z. I have to listen to them. He even sees them kicking about afterwards and bursts into tears because he's like, I really didn't want to do that. 
that <laughs> what is life without spice <laughs> <laughs> it's I, I i will absolutely take my metaphorical hat off because you know it's it's so refreshing to see an authority figure who isn't just there to be an antagonist yeah 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 absolutely absolutely like you do get it now and again but it tends to be they're essentially one of the crew that just so happens to be higher up than the team and not quite at the top whereas this guy actually is at the top and he is actually well you know at the top of the school at least mm-hmm. and the only things above him are people who give funding like the blights or technically the emperor but he doesn't do everything the emperor's way i mean case in point my favorite line is very early on and that is i'm a principal not a toady yeah <laughs> I- <laughs> He does what he has to for the best, uh, to his knowledge, the best of the school. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, uh, episode four is where things really start to ramp up for the first time, where Luce learns her first spell, and we get to see the Albies for the first time, and the spell is kind of what calms her down. Oh, yes. I remember when I watched this for the first time because I messaged you and said, Holy shit, episode four is just alien. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like no, no word of a lie. I felt like I was watching Alien again for the first time, except I wasn't yeah. quite nearly as nervous because I'm like, This is a kid's show, like the Albies is not going to suddenly rip loose to pieces. Uh, yeah, there at least are, I there hope are more not. episodes after this. <laughs> like there are more episodes after this, unless Ida captures and like uses another kid every time. Then that'd yeah, be they're, they're fucked, in... man. Oh boy. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, the portal's broken. Mm, except when you're dead, and then I'll kill, I'll go get someone else now. <laughs> except she didn't actually want to. That was like kind of the point of episode one. So, <laughs> man. As an aside, I think I've said this to you before, but I'm going to say it again. The voice actor for Ida is the same as. As the voice, well, the same person who voices Bojack Horseman's mother in Bojack. Okay. And uh, I think I said this to you, it took me a bit longer to actually warm up to Ida because Aww. I heard that voice and I was just like, evil, evil, <laughs> evil. <laughs> <laughs> I looked on a wiki profile and apparently like she's in her 70s now like she's doing a bang up job of keeping on voicing like lively characters to this day she even still says now that Ida is like her actual alter ego that's really it's cool a, it's really cute mm. no I love that I dig it I feel bad for calling an old lady evil but like anyone who's watched Bojack <laughs> knows that that character is Satan like oh it's like every anytime you hear John DiMaggio you're like oh is he is he a cool stoner like Jake or is he just an asshole like Bender. <laughs> and you've also got the third option because uh, he Waka, did... Waka, yeah. I wasn't even going to go for Waka, but yeah, he did voice Waka, didn't he? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I was going to say he's he does a mean joker. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 he does. Yeah, he does. It, it blew my <laughs> mind when I watched that film because it, I was just like, that's DiMaggio. What? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What? <laughs> that doesn't sound like Bender or Jake. That's, <laughs> that's a scary voice he's doing. <laughs> he also voiced that uh, weird banger dude that's kind of your dad in FF12. Oh. Miguelo. But you can't, you can't tell because he talks like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's fucking horrible. Horrible voice. I don't know how he managed to do it so consistently. <laughs> Apologies for anyone whose ear I just fucking molested. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we um, we get to the convention, which is not a typo. It's a convention for covens. And that's when we get really introduced to all nine of the schools of magic, which we listed earlier, and I'm not going to fucking do it again. <laughs> 
but yeah, they're all, they've all, they all have tracks in the school that go pretty much straight into the those covens. But there's also some little shitty ones that don't actually do much that are like combo ones that they're just shit. So you basically, if you want to go into the coven system, you want to go into one of these covens or the emperor's coven, which doesn't have any restrictions. When you get a coven brand, you get all of your magic sealed away, apart from the one that it is. It's a very weird system that appears to be um, directly implemented by the emperor himself because before that it was uh, wild magic, free magic, you could just do what you want even if you're not good at it. Uh, in fact yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a point that Ida stresses very early on that that's not how magic should be. Uh, magic shouldn't be constricted, you shouldn't have to limit it, it you could should be able to just do as you wish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ida basically founds her own bad bitch coven. <laughs> Does, <laughs> she, she even calls it that, doesn't it? I mean, not with the expletive, well, she, but... I think she calls it the bad witch coven, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> like the she, badass bitches, yeah. <laughs> like, she is very anti-school, but she's not anti-learning, she just doesn't like the system. Yeah, she's anti-establishment. Yeah. Not not uh, not anti-self-bettering. <laughs> <laughs> Who can't relate to that? Oh, it? absolutely. Like, for every good teacher that you've had, you've had six shitty ones that you'd rather forget. Oh, jeez. Okay. Mm, that's bringing up... <laughs> that's bringing up some... That's digging up some dirt, man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 very easy to remember a good teacher fondly. Like unless you were uh, done really dirty by a bad teacher, it's just easy to just swipe sweep it under the rug as shit. School is shit. Uh, yeah. Near the end of it, college used to make me physically ill. That's how bad it yeah. was. Like obviously, it wasn't college making me physically ill. It was stress. But you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, to my fucking fragile little teenager brain, was I a teenager? Yeah, I would have been a teenager. Uh, <laughs> just um, I was just like, oh, college is making me ill. Uh, I had a weird rash. Right fucking here, it looked gross. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Sorry to those listening on audio, you, uh, just under my chin. <laughs> yeah. I don't have Sorry. it now, that's not why I've got the beard. I just have a beard because facial hair's cool <laughs> and it makes less of my face show, so I'm less ugly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh. <laughs> I, I, also have a, I also have a beard, so I have a chin instead of three. It's uh, like. <laughs> Men of carriage, shall we say, know that the easiest trick to make yourself more attractive and hide more of your face is to have a beard, so less of it yep. shows. Although I did have someone come over to me one day at a pub, rub it and go, Oh, I bet that's a cunt on the minge. Why did you feel the need to say this? <laughs> we were talking about beard stories, but okay. <laughs> oh, I know we're not PG, but fuck, that's a bit out of nowhere. <laughs> But yeah, well, that's fucking uh, killed the conversation. Fuck. At the, at the, at the convention, uh, we also meet Lilith. For the we first do. Time. Lilith is maybe my favourite character after certain events. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I think Ida still wins for me. But uh, but yeah, she um, she she Amity and Luce get into a duel. Yes, and Amity is absolutely going to wipe the floor with her. Yeah, absolutely. Then, so Ida cheats. But Ida cheats because she knows Lilith's going to cheat, and then Lilith does. That's cheat not true. Knows- that's not true. Ida cheats because she knows if she doesn't cheat lose is gonna lose see yeah, what yeah, i did yeah. there and like so the, yeah, and it's the, opp- it's the opposite way around lilith cheats because she's like Ida's gonna do something so i'm gonna do something first yeah 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 <laughs> so she so lilith cheats on amity's behalf which is something amity is really not down with and as soon as she realizes it like she calls the entire duel off like even though they're both obviously cheating mm. like amity is very very uh she's got a real lawful streak she's got an honest streak it and this actually is, leads think- to the first like heartbreaking moment of the series and that's the little heart to heart they have at the end there mm-hmm, 
Mm-hmm. And it's also like the first glimpse of Lumity you kind of get. Kind of, but we get a few, a fair few episodes with Amity from here on out where like there's lots like three, four in a row. And in an elegant way, there's a bunch of these on the bash, which Cementa is not a heel. She's not, and it's just not being receptive to communication, which makes her think that Luce is being a vengeful bit for everything that's happened in the past. Like with Willow, with Amity didn't know that it was Luce as much. She, she, she was kind of fooled into thinking that she was an, abom- an abomination to start with and then there was the duel and then there was the stuff with the diary which was mostly instigated by Amity's um, twin siblings but still yeah yeah. I don't know um, I think it's the creator uh, Dana Terrace I want to say I think so yeah yeah. Um, they um, I think they said in a statement at one point that the whole reason why the twins got stood up by the dates on Grom Knight was as a as a karmic retribution specifically for that day Oh. yeah <laughs> Because apart from that episode, the twins are actually pretty cool. They uh, they do their best to try and <laughs> yeah, do yeah, the yeah, right yeah. thing for the for the most part. No, and they don't. Off- they they do what they think is going to be chaotic and fun, but at the end of the day, they do have the back of their friends. Yeah, the back of their friends, the back of their family. Like fuck, and- they are just they are just fucking Fred and George. Yeah, like- <laughs> and when it comes to it, they're on Amity's side rather than their parents. If it come if it came to that. Yeah, I think it's very indicative of how like we see how I don't know if malicious is the right word but controlling um, yeah controlling and spiteful yeah like um, it's one of those weird things because it's very easy to be like oh Alador's not that bad and then you sit and think for like two seconds and you're like no Alador's arguably worse because yeah he he just lets it happen yeah he's just like a caffeinated corpse it's like, it's one of those things if something doesn't interest him then he doesn't care yeah. and what it what that says to me is he doesn't care about his kids no which is no. fucked no so he, yeah all he basically cares about is his research mm. more or less and that one butterfly so for two seconds seen. until Adelia kills it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a very cute moment, him just getting distracted by a butterfly and then being all sad, but then you're like, eh, you're kind of a piece of shit though, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah, there's a, um, oh, a little bit of trivia. Oh. The first letter of every episode title um, spells a witch loses a true way. Oh, fuck. I thought you were going to say the Owl House, and I was like, that's lame, but yeah, fair enough. <laughs> And uh, so far from season two, it's Seek the Key. Interesting, interesting. And uh, there's three episode titles that have been re- released after hiatus. Mm. I'm not going to tell you the episode titles because that might indicate something. Yeah, I said I let- said specifically no spoilsies. <laughs> yeah, I am going to tell you the letters. Mm-hmm. It's F-E-A. F-E-A. Yeah, so it could be Feature, it could be Feather. Oh, that's going to be real annoying because you know they should have had at least ten episodes. Mm. Yeah, it, yeah, mi- it might have been Fear something. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, um... seek-, seek the Key, Fear the Emperor. I don't I think you need to, well I'd think that's too many letters but or Fear Bellos that, that could be it B-E-L-L-O-S that's we're missing one letter unless there's uh, like an extra letter in there that isn't spoken like, I don't actually know think, how you spell Bellos so I, I think it's only with one L like, I watched it with um... well, that's two letters left over then yeah. yeah or Fear Me Bellos oh that'd be good however like oh, it's one of those where I'm confident they can give us some resolution with their free movies mm-hmm. but fuck I wish they got renewed for, to at least finish the first story they wanted to tell yeah yeah absolutely it always sucks always sucks when something gets cancelled yeah sucks even more when the creator of the show reveals why it got cancelled and it's for a stupid bullshit fucking reason yeah yeah yeah. like it's one of those like at least they know it's cancelled so they can kind of work towards an accelerated resolution (sighs) yeah but it's just it's uh, fucking my hair keeps getting in the way um (laughs) 
the it's not going to be as satisfying it's I just know, not they, they're going to try their hardest and it's going to feel a bit lackluster I would love to be proven wrong I just I don't see it working out you know yeah people like us like nerds are never going to be satisfied even when the team is doing their best like it's one of those we, we, we're always going to want more to fanfiction.net <laughs> <laughs> is that fucking website still up <laughs> most likely uh... <laughs> oh Jesus yeah, nah Man, I don't know. It's I, I I wouldn't say upsetting, just exhausting. Yeah, it's disheartening. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it sucks because you know it's not the creator's fault. Yeah, yeah. Some prick in a suit watched it and decided this isn't what Disney's about. Scrap it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's a there's a fair few episodes in season one where someone just drinks the heel juice. Like there's King becoming an author and he just gets drunk on attention. <laughs> yeah, that episode's uh, scary. Yeah, yeah. It, it just shows you what can go wrong between two friends when like. They both want control of fiction. Well, it's not. It's right. not that. It's also a very good uh, little look into the window of how creatives usually feel. Mm. Like, yeah, you yeah, made yeah. a best-selling book. Cool. When's the next one? Oh, it's not ready yeah. yet. Here's a contract saying I need a new book. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Literally being crushed in a tiny cube. Like fuck. It's a bit on. I've said this so many times. They're not subtle. The Owl House. They're very on the nose no. with their imagery. <laughs> Yeah, it's about as subtle as a brick to the face. And there ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm not criticising. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes the... Sometimes the... Some anvils need to be dropped. Uh, it's a bit <laughs> of an anvilicious statement, but yeah. Um, but another one is Luce stealing Albert to go for a joyride. That's just her being a little kid, but also, you know, a little bit being a bit, being a bit of a shit when she was, like, specifically told not to. Yeah, but 14. Yeah. Like, I've... Yeah. I've <laughs> teenagers are idiots. Um, <laughs> I was a yeah. teenager and everything I've, I did as a teenager, I'm like, this is a brilliant idea. Why does no one do this oh that's why oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that um, story on like went around tumblr not too long ago of the person who's like i'm an adult now i could just buy a whole cake and eat a whole cake no one can stop me cut to about half an hour later this is why people don't do this <laughs> I, who the fuck eats a whole no one can actually eat a whole cake without feeling poorly and this fucker's gone out and done it thinking they would be fine <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I just want to see the <laughs> aftermath of that of someone being like, oh, my tummy tum is full of so many danger sprinkles. <laughs> my birthday cake. My, my, my unicorn sprinkles. <laughs> yeah. You have the palate of a six-year-old. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, Guru and Callie, man. We should probably not get yeah. sidetracked down that rabbit hole. No, no, no. We've, we've done a Homolive episode. It's fine. <laughs> we should do another one. Oh, yeah. We've now got the... We've got the well, uh, we, we had the council back then. Uh, yeah, but we fact, had no idea what the fuck they were going to be like. No, they'd just been announced. Oh, the council were kind of new, and the ones that had just been announced were Hollow X, and that was my trivia for the day, as far as I'm around, or as far as I'm aware. I'm pretty sure council had just been announced. Okay, because it was your big thing at the beginning of this episode, I think. Because mm. because we yeah. didn't really talk about them because we spoke about Iris being in a weird limbo. Yeah, Iris is in a weird limbo. I was there for Bales's uh, debut and all that, and everyone loves Crony. <laughs> Meanwhile, I don't really watch any of them. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. True, true, true. Um, what was the other one? Yeah, th- there's everyone was shits to each other until Ida does the Freaky Friday switch, make them all like switch bodies, and then they spend the entire episode going through each other's trials and tribulation. 
friends just to respect each other. I think Ida had it easiest that episode, though. Yeah, she was king. (laughs) Just like, now this is the life. Now, I don't know what he's complaining about. About two seconds later, put me down! (laughs) (laughs) Man, doesn't Ida look so cute with Luce's face? Or Luce's expression? Okay, yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, not so much Luce's face. (laughs) Uh. Yeah, Luce's expression. (laughs) It's one of those, man. I... Uh, what's what's the joke? I don't I, I don't know. I, I like obscenely positive characters. Mm, like the um, the manic pixie dream girl. Well, it's like the three most recent Disney shows have all had them. Like Anne yep. is Anne is a bit more of a realist. There's like, plenty of times where she kind of gets bummed out, but most mm-hmm, of the time mm-hmm. she's positive and like, yeah, I'm gonna fight the world. But uh, eh. Luce is very positive, and Molly McGee is pretty much positive incarnate. Oh my, she's sickeningly positive. <laughs> I, oh Jesus Christ! I'm going to talk about it in depth a bit more tomorrow. But I finished the Ghost of Molly McGee. And, oh, did you? Uh, oh, yeah. good, 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 good. <laughs> I was keeping the cards close to the chest, but it's come out now. So yeah, uh, we're going to be talking about that a bit for review. <laughs> uh, the last bit on the heel heel juice is that like even Ida being a troll to Lily can come off as petty at best. Oh, it's 100 percent petty. Oh, and it's it, definitely petty. It's, it's even better than that because we actually find out later on she's got a very good reason to fucking hate Lilith. Well, yeah, but she doesn't know that. That's what I said. That's why I said we find out later on like yeah she, but no he, one knows he, it at the time but yeah yeah the um the viewers and Ida don't know the reason but Lilith does <laughs> yeah like, why is Lilith trying uh, so hot uh, that's why oh yeah uh, oh yeah, Jesus yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll get to it when we actually talk about the episode which isn't far off now but like oh Jesus that reveal fucking had me actually going oh no 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 <laughs> sorry audio only listeners I my mouth was agape yeah it was a big old oh I'm, it looks like I'm about to take the most monster of cocks <laughs> Oh boy! Oh, oh. <laughs> like teeth retracted and all that. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is one of those times where it is actually more entertaining to watch the video because <laughs> they're just making stupid fucking faces. <laughs> it's baby's first time with a camera. <laughs> Yeah, speaking of baby's first time with a camera, this is a bit of a tangent, but I watched a video of an orangutan putting on sunglasses the other day. It's fucking, oh! It's fucking top. <laughs> Someone dropped their sunglasses in the enclosure. Like, it wasn't a, a gag video and, uh, sorry, a setup video and the orangutan just came over and said, what the fuck is this? And it went, ah! ah. And the best thing was, is the baby was trying, the, the baby orangutan was trying to take the sunglasses off her and put them on itself, but it's like, no, he's a mind fucking him. bitch. <laughs> Slapped it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, jeez, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think um, it's about half. I think it's about halfway through season one where Luce gets after being snuck into Hexside multiple times as uh, a goopy pseudo thing or as Gus's trump card for the Human Appreciation Society. Um, Ida tries to persuade Principal Bump, who has already been persuaded, and she keeps trying to persuade him after he's already said yes. <laughs> Yeah. Although she, he does immediately give the caveat of, but first you need to fix all the shit you fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's got a bunch of like permanently enchanted graffiti around the school. Yep. That if anyone tries to clean it off, like the graffiti moves. <laughs> Some great visual gags that episode. Yeah, yeah. It's basically Ida was here, lol. <laughs> <laughs> we also find later on that the whole reason that the attention track has all that shit around the, the school is because of Ida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's basically all of the um, the marauders. 
from Harry Potter rolled into one. I was just going to say that, and I don't even care about Harry Potter. Yeah, so they got the, the Marauder's map where they can find out exactly where all the hidden passages are going to crop up in Hogwarts. And uh, Ida is just, she's got all that in the, um, it's basically the spine of the school. You just go into it, you can pop out wherever you like. And, yeah. Oh yeah, we, we get to we get to see Amity walking around blushing and like talking about Luce now that she's a, now that she's a student. And <laughs> just basically having, talking herself out of a crush that she doesn't understand the emotions for yet. <laughs> it's, it's one of those where um, the only reason this romance gets so much of a pass from me is because the people involved are teenagers yeah. uh, so that so they don't know what the fuck they're doing um, mm, mm. but even uh, even as an aside before it became like I kind of knew it's one of those weird things where I knew Lumity existed before I watched the show so when I, I didn't fo- know that it was a, didn't know that it was official and thought it was just a, a fan thing uh, 50-50 because I'd seen the screenshot from Grom um, sure but uh <laughs> But I didn't know that's what it was from. So uh, it was one of those. And uh, I was just like, okay, I don't know how the fuck that's going to happen because Amity seems to fucking hate Luz. And then mm. you know, things progress. Before that, I actually thought Willow was a better match for Luz. Kind of, yeah. yeah. I, I still I still wouldn't mind it, but they've so firmly set that Amity and Luz are, at the very least, in puppy love with each other. Yeah, yeah. They, um, it's one of those Willow kind of gets swept aside to a, to a degree. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hard, man. Um, but yeah, uh, Luz immediately goes into detention. <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> like day two detention, but that's in 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 Hexide detention is a fully fledged course. You go there for an entire year and then can apply to one of the other courses. Except there's that other type of detention that involves the beast. Oh yeah, that too. Like. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's one that, that don't they break the um, the shit heel who's trying to take control of the monster appreciations, not the human appreciation society, into that. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. It's it's weird. Like that episode's a bit of a blur for me. Yeah, yeah. And then he shows up like helping the Glandus kid later on. Yeah, he's a dick. Yeah, I don't know if he's actually gone to Glandus and transferred, or if he's just hating, uh, not hating them, helping them because he's a prat. I think he's transferred. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, it's hard to Sorry, tell. Got, got an itchy nose. <laughs> oh no! He says as he scratches his eye. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. This is another time we see Bump being reasonable, proving that he's reasonable. He allows all the other delinquents t- to take their two school combos, which are completely forbidden, and um, and actually progress down both paths. Because like, I think like one of them is like beast and healing, uh, one of them is like potions and oracle and stuff like that. And yeah, yeah. And then when like, he gets oh, to, when he gets to lose, lose is like, uh, can I do all of them? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So main character main character syndrome. Uh, Luz well, it's, gets, n- uh, it's not even. It's, it's a little bit that, but also bear in mind her mentor is fucking Ida, who yeah. who does everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, her role model as a witch is Ida, and the thing is, when she when she says I want to be a witch, people just look at her like we're the witch species. Why why would you want that to be your goal? Why why can't you just have a better goal? Uh, but the thing is, Luce isn't from the witch species. She's a human, and even though she's starting to learn magic and has learned, I think I think two glyphs by now and three by the end of the series. Yeah, she gets yeah. She gets the fire fire one from Bosher when she tries to set a ball on fire, and then she traces what the fire glyph does, and then is able to make fire from then on. It's yeah, the, the whole glyph system is very uh, video gamey. Kinda, and you can combine them to do different effects. Doesn't don't they like realize that oh, if you combine this, that, and the other uh, in certain combinations, then you can have invisibility. Mm, I don't remember that one. I think it's one that they try while Lilith is also doing the combi- 
combinations and she can't find Luz to go and um, brag that yes I've done it I've done it master and uh, Luz just appears out of nowhere and went okay this one only lasts as long as I hold my breath oh yeah that does seem vaguely familiar my days Lilith as a student is the most adorable fucking thing in the entire show yeah yeah it totally is totally is absolutely, but absolutely. also someone <laughs> if I was in school with them I wouldn't be able to fucking stand them oh no 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 <laughs> She's um she's like a a forty three year old Hermione. A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> Um, we get one more episode Understanding Willow it oh this is the some... uh, flashback ones isn't it yeah it's the one where they go into Willow's mind and try to fix things that have gone wrong in the memory um... uh, Amity also wishes to help with this however there's a fucking black spot on my laptop screen sorry um, <laughs> Amity wants uh... to help with this but there's a black stop on lap- there's a black spot on my laptop screen yeah it's very weird um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> they, um, yeah Amity also at the same time wants to desperately hide from Luz the, fa- the thing that she did to Willow yeah like the reason why why they're no longer friends is basically because of Amity's parents like telling Amity get rid of this one she's not suitable for a, a noble like you it's, it's one of those where Odelia and uh, Al- I said his name earlier Alador. but I've already forgotten it Alador Alador yeah. Yeah. Odelia and Alador are playing the politics game you know with actual people humans adults mm. and they're like okay we now have a daughter the youngest daughter is now just an extension of the game so you have to mingle with the children of the people we need to mingle with yeah. which I is I think it's not even that she's the youngest. I think it's just that she's the most talented. I think it's because um, she is the youngest, therefore the easiest to control. Okay, okay. Yeah, because the other because t- clearly like they had the twins if they really wanted to needed to schmooze, and I don't feel like they were as restrictive to the twins, or at the very least they couldn't be as restrictive because as they grew older, they grew a bit more rebellious and started doing their own yeah, shit. Yeah, they had each other's backs at all times. That's true so as well. They always had the both of them, whereas Amity had herself. I know the twins do their best to back up Amity, but there's only so much they can do, especially compared to full-fledged adults. Yeah, and the fact that they do want to they do want to troll her now and again as well. So there is that. <laughs> Hands down, Man, my I... favourite Amity my uh, blight sibling moment is uh, when Amity gives uh, Luz a big old snog in front of the library, and it just cuts to the twins and uh, the boy twin. I forget their names. Just goes bold move, sis, and they're just like smiling and being like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. That that is a good moment. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, like by the end of the Understanding Willow things, they're not quite friends again yet. No, but the but olive the fa- branch is there. Yeah, the foundation is set for rebuilding what was taken, like, or forced to be discarded, as it were. Yeah. And yeah, Luce knows that it, it was Amity, but it wasn't her fault because she knows a little bit now at this point, as far as I'm aware. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. But the next big episode, I think is everyone's favourite, Enchanting Gromfright. This was my fa- <laughs> This is still my favourite episode. I, I see you smiling, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I enjoy Grom Knight. I enjoy the shit out of it. I also like the Dark yeah. Souls references in the weapon cabinet. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So you got your basic stuff like the uh, like the Buster Sword, and I think there's even the Master Sword in there. But yeah, there's the there's the Valor Heart in there out of, out of oh, nowhere. Of all the weapons to pick from Dark Souls as well, it's a bit of an obscure one. Yeah, but a lot of the ones that they have are just really like generic, like Moonlight okay, Greatsword. Though that's the go-to for Dark Souls, right? Yeah, Moonlight Greatsword or Fugs. <laughs> you can't do Fugs. That's gross looking. <laughs> But it's massive. <laughs> yeah, but they already had the Buster Sword, and you can't have something look bigger than the Buster Sword. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> Seriously, this one strand of fucking hair keeps falling down. It's pissing me off. <laughs> it might need to go underneath your uh, headphones. Yeah, I'm trying, man, but... Eh. <laughs> but Grom Knight. Oh, Grom Knight. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what, I tell a lie. It's my second favourite episode. There is one episode that's better than this. Sure, sure. Do you want to take a guess at which one I think's better? Ooh, is it one closer to the end? Might be. Is it? <laughs> is it one that I... That 
that I wouldn't normally pick. I don't is it know. The, uh, is it the know. one where Ho- Hootie's like fucking everything up and it makes them both confess to each other at the same time? It is. Uh, it is indeed. Knock, knock, knocking on Hootie's door. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love that episode, not just because of the Lumity thing happening, but because of, first of all, Hootie actually being useful. Why am I doing it that? First of all, Hootie being actually useful. Second of all, solving so many issues, including Ida becoming a hybrid, able to accept the yeah, Albeast. Yeah, yeah. yeah and- Ida gets a harpy form. It's great. <laughs> it's awesome. And last, of course, Lumity. Lumity is life. <laughs> and like a, a, a slight extra fourth, King gets his sonic powers. Yeah, that's pretty rad, but it, it kind of, it makes me sad for King because King's dad appears in that episode and Hootie oh, yeah, fucks and, it up. And, yeah, a, a bug lands on the letter that King that King's dad sends saying, I'm gonna, I'm coming round and the, because the bug lands on it, Hootie just instinctively eats it. <laughs> Little shit. <laughs> it, it, it's the perfect encapsulation of, oh man, Hootie's not so bad. Oh, there he is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh the, Jesus. The oh, sorry. I'm just remembering that time when he went into the little house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone. That was the episode that I, I don't know why I missed it or how I missed it, but that was the episode that I missed. So that was a gift to myself later on. <laughs> <laughs> that I was able to uh, find an episode that I missed and go, oh, sweet, more Owl House. And, and you go, yeah, was, the, uh, like two minutes in, <laughs> not this. Ah. Every single because character in the episode has the exact same reaction. <laughs> yeah, I, I think except maybe Lilith, because she carries him, doesn't she? Lilith still, when he's doing the transformation, Lilith is still like, why? <laughs> for, for, for those of you listening on audio, we're, we're both cringing. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's a really real awful moment <laughs> yeah 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 what uh it starts as a bit of loose misunderstanding something because some things are kind of similar there's a big old ball and it's called grom and not prom she thinks it's just prom and when a prom queen is announced or a grom queen is announced uh, prior to the party she thinks oh that's a bit different and it's amity and she goes yeah congratulations yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. and it's, it's a lot like titus just congratulating you now like <gasps> no because that's a that's a bit different because she's definitely gonna die yeah <laughs> yeah I mean, she don't because it's a fun fantasy like that, but you know i get where you're coming it, from i get where you're coming from it feels like that does doesn't it like it's like yeah you're a summoner that's awesome yeah like go be the best you you can be yeah because he doesn't know the dark side of it because no one's told him and same with uh with loose no one's told her the dark side of this even though it's a little bit less you know fatal because it's you know disney <laughs> like my, can fight... i just say one of my one of the my, one of my favorite lines is Ida's getting all doled up to attend Grom be like, yeah, it's so fun. It's such a fun night. And then when she finds out Luz is fighting it instead of Amity, she's like, oh no, this is less fun when it's my kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think we both had a, had the idea to take a swig at the same time. So I'm going <laughs> to delay my swig until you've taken yours. And there we go. Oh, we got a well, Gulpy. V-I-R.F-Y-I. I, I don't know if that's a robot or not because that's a real name. Uh, it, it could be anything. It could be anything. FYI, for your information, VAR. That's like technology they use in football. <laughs> um, it could be one of the twins' names because I don't know when that came in. Uh, it just popped in while we were talking, but then again, that was like five seconds ago. Oakley dokley do. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Fucking. 
But I, I do love the um, the final result of this episode, where they see the fear that Amity had, this shadowy figure just discarding an invitation and rejecting her, and Luce is like, nah, whoever whoever that was, fuck them, we'll go instead. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, um, by the way, it's Emmerich and Ed, uh, Ed, oh, fuck, it's fucking uh, Emira Blight and uh, Edric Blight is the twins. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, it's awesome, it's very awesome, and the way, like, we as viewers knew beforehand that the name was Luz on the slip of paper but mm-hmm. the way her face lit up when Luz offered yeah with, without the prior great. knowledge of yeah like she didn't even have the knowledge of knowing that it was her on the paper no like she just proactively went ah whoever that is is an asshole like I'll, I'll be your top bitch instead <laughs> yeah it's ride or die motherfucker <laughs> and I think from that point on like Amity's got blushes every time dude the one that actually gets me because it's a bit too real is uh, when they do the sports ball game oh and- yeah, uh, the and gr- she just the goes, we match. yeah, and she's just like, you and me playing together, getting all sweaty. I'm like, okay, yeah, I get that. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that's a, oh boy. Oh, and I like how the reason that Amity got kicked off the team is because she tried a, a move that they found in basically their version of Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fucking, oh, what's that show called, that fucking book called? Uh, Azura the, the Good Witches yeah, or something? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, Luce wants to do exactly the same thing. And Amity's like, nah, this didn't work. This is why it didn't work. We're going to make it work. (laughs) Well, the reason it didn't work is because Amity at the time had the same problem that she had in the show. She can't fucking communicate. She can't work together with people very well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, even her so-called friends are uh, Basha and the one whose name I don't remember because she doesn't matter. And uh... No, she fucking don't. (laughs) I think she's a bard and that's about it. I think she very quickly, like, uh, unlike Borsha, who actually seems to care about Amity uh, in her own fucked up kind of way, uh, I think the other one was just like, okay, you're not interested anymore. I'm going to find another meal ticket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like the other one is just like, I'm going to stick with the um, the top bitch still, and that's now Borsha. So <laughs> the, the old top bitch has now rebelled and become a, become a Ronin bit. And... Uh... <laughs> Throwing around the bitch, uh, bitch word a lot. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, bitch, 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 bitch. bitch. Mm. Uh, you're gonna get more bitches. You're gonna get more bitches, and most of it's gonna be Kikimura. Oh yeah, fuck that character. <laughs> oh. Who hurt you? <laughs> well, the emperor. Yeah, she, but um, yeah, she's got a claw for hair. It's really cool. <laughs> Every time I see Kiki Mora, I'm like, oh yeah, something's funny is going to happen. Like, even if it's not funny, it's going to be fun. Like, <laughs> you know, like she, she wants to be bitch. She's bitch number two. She wants to be bitch number one. And in season one... But she's not. She's number three. Okay. Because Hunter's like, better to, than to her. The Emperor. And Lilith is better than her as well until she goes away. Yeah, but it's like, I think Hunter only gets promoted after Lilith goes away. I don't think so. It's it very much... Because Lilith hates Hunter. Oh yeah, she does. Which makes me think uh, like they're fighting for the same like sort of level. Which makes me think they're both above Kiki Mora. Kind of, but it's one of those where my interpretation of it is that Hunter was kind of being trained and cherry-picked and all that, and it's only after Lilith is gone that he has no more resistance, goes straight to the top, and Kikimura is still number two. Uh, I'm going to agree to disagree on this one. Yeah, that's fine, that's fine. But um, I think Kikimura is actually introduced in part one of the finale, for season one at least, and where she's giving the tour to the uh, the kids touring the Emperor's castle. Well, she mean, I she mean, might... she, appear- she appears before then, because she's usually the one telling Lilith to get it into gear and Pop- catch it. 
leader. Yeah, pull pull your socks up and do the thing that you're like hired to do. Do your actual fucking job. <laughs> but yeah, this is where you get a lot of screen time for Kikimura. She's uh, rather than like five seconds, and um, we we see her kind of at a most civil. She's giving kids a tour of the Emperor's castle. She's being all arrogant about it because it's the Emperor's castle. We're on the second to last episode now, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the second to last. It's part. It's kind of like part one of the finale. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, like all of the time, she's just a shit down to the core and like very entertaining to watch because of it. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I don't particularly care for her, but it is entertainment. Yeah, and I think this late into the season, we kind of need someone like her because uh, Lilith has failed pretty much every turn, and because of that, she's gone through like the team rocketization. Like if you if your villain just keeps on losing, then they're no longer a threat. However, you got to bear in mind they've made it perfectly clear that she's not trying her hardest. Oh yeah, absolutely. If she was, then she, she knows where Ida lives. Like I'm pretty sure most of the um, the guards know where Ida lives. And yeah, but we go to her but, house. But we know what happens when that happens in proving yeah. that Hootie is worth no, is worth more than nothing. Yeah, he's a very good door lock. <laughs> he thinks he's just playing when he completely fucking trounces an entire squad of Emperor Guardsmen. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, bye, guys! <laughs> As they fucking limp away. <laughs> yeah, oh, Lilith has failed at every turn and had to explain it to the Emperor, apart from at the end of this episode where she finally captures Ida. Yeah, but before she captures Ida, we get my favourite fucking Ida moment in the entire show because it's my favourite trope ever, and that is let go of my baby. Mm. Like, mm. Ida, Ida doesn't give her all because she doesn't need to. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And even here, she arguably doesn't really need to. But uh, Luz is in danger, yeah. and Ida is a mama bear, yeah, even if yeah, she wants yeah. to act like she ain't, but she is. And she goes all out, and it's the coolest goddamn scene in the first series. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and there's that really uh, scary moment as well, where Luz is in a bubble the entire time, and she gets out of the bubble, and the first thing Lilith says is, she laughs and goes, that wasn't to keep you locked up, that was for safety, and I'm not bothering spending my energy on that anymore, my sister's trying to kill me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we get into part two of the finale. Uh, Ida's pretty much almost completely lost control of the curse. Uh, Lilith wants to give her over to the Emperor for him to heal her, as he promised a long time ago. Um, Little did we know he had his fingers crossed behind his back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That standard, that standard thing. Doesn't work in real life, by the way. Don't go into court and do it. It's one of, the, it's one of those where I think I told you before the last time it happened. It's not, it's not actually a thing people do. It's like, oh, I'm lying. It's so that the audience knows the character's lying without saying saying they're lying. Yep, you know? yep, yep. <laughs> it's, a, it's a visual cue for the audience and nothing else. <laughs> and then when you try doing it in real life, your parents can't see your hand behind your back, so they just accept what you've said. Oh, my days. Can I tell you a fucking thing that made me lose a lot of trust in, well, a parent? Go. All right. Um, I can't remember what it was, but I was in the back of the car and I got accused of something. Can't remember what. Irrelevant, really. And uh, my mum said, oh, uh, stick out your tongue because if you're lying, your tongue will be black, so I'll know you're lying. And I wasn't lying. So I just went, ah. She went, your tongue's black, you're lying. So I went, it can't be black, I'm not lying. So I just, whenever that sort of thing was told to me ever again, I was just like, well, that's bollocks, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I was just like, I can now just, I, I know, I've, I've you know worked it, you out your lie. I, I worked yeah. out your lie, and now that's not going to work on me ever again because you overplayed your hand, you fucking. I can't say anything, she's my mother, that's horrible, but you know what I mean. Uh, I was going to say idiot, <laughs> but that's not very nice, is it? Um, I think dunce is a little less um, pejorative. Yeah. And I still 
got punished as well because obviously I was lying. Mm. Oh, it's Morton's fork at that point, isn't it? Either you're lying or it's for disrespect. Well, I never outright got punished for disrespect, although I have no doubt that that might have been the reasoning behind some punishments. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the uh, the three options for healing Eda are to heal her properly, send her to the conformatorium to give her a bit of a, bit of a lobotomy, or, you know, what he actually wants to do with her, which is just destroy her completely, which is, you know, turning her into stone. Yeah. So, um... I'm glad that at least that is a line too far for Lilith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, most of season one has been leading up to Lilith's actual face turn, and this is what actually trips it for her. And, uh... It's Vader and Palpatine. This, yeah, it's Vader and Palpatine. <laughs> she, um... The, the way that it actually ends in this is, it, like, this, this episode is a lot more action-y than a lot of the others, so there's not actually a lot to talk about other than action, apart from the the ending where Lilith gets up to Ida, shares the curse with her, and they both get heterochromia for the rest of the for the rest of the series. Uh, before that, she does have the difficult task because the entire series and she has been an antagonist of uh, assuring Luz that no, she is telling the truth and does want to help Ida. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, because uh, that's not very believable when you did when you literally the last episode were fighting her almost to the death. Yeah, that that I don't think you could get a more epic duel than that. So cut to the end of the films where Balos duels Luz. Uh, <laughs> Yep. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, just before the credits, we get to see the artificial portal machine in the palace. Showing yeah. There might be a way home, but not yet. <laughs> Yeah, because the whole the final condition is uh, Luz has to swap the door, doesn't she, uh, for Ida? And, yeah, uh, I think so. Yeah. And she she does, but she breaks it before she does. <laughs> yeah. Which is something that get, that's get that, that gets mirrored at the end of season two with Amity and the Key. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, season two starts with Lilith joining the cast properly. Now this time, it's so she... precious seeing these two old ladies acting like school kids. <laughs> a lot of the time, she's just wearing a recharging couch potato cloth. <laughs> Which uh, I, th- I think I, I think I sent you a image and it had Lilith in the couch potato clothes and you're like oh that's a spoiler I'm like is it? <laughs> <laughs> it is if you've not gotten to season two. Yeah yeah. <laughs> um, it was more because part- of the heterochromia in the eyes. Yeah yeah. Part of the heterochromia thing is that they've actually lost their magic or yep. their connection to the magic that they 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 knew beforehand. Um, so they start learning glyph magic from Luce and hard worker Lilith is far far on way better at it than Eda who's always effortlessly been powerful and that's part of what like informs their whole sibling rivalry down to like even the past. Ida was always just bullshit strong. It's one of those Lilith. really cool um, visual showings of um, of a lot of a of uh, gifted students where mm, mm. when you're gifted and you're young and you don't get pushed, what happens is you just assume every skill you can either do or you can't. Yeah. Whereas yeah. you have students who aren't as gifted who have to work to actually do well and do okay in school and what happens is they try and pick up a new skill and they go I can't do this and then they add the word yet because they know from school yeah you start at nothing but you work yourself up and you, and you get good yeah. by repetition however if you if you were just good and you got oh it's, it's one of the flaws of having so many students per teacher where um, it's like oh the good student is just doing it they don't need work good job move on to someone who needs a bit more help boom boom They some people get reinforced with just keep going at it and you'll get it and other people are just like you can do it well done but they can do everything, yep. so they don't ever get that push, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time, you ha- you kind of have a, um, a sort of a ceiling when you're a, when you're a sort of gifted student that you you've been doing so well up to this point, and this is the point where your natural skill kind of falls off. Mm-hmm. And for me, that was between uh, that was basically AS levels. 
Well, I had this weird thing when I was in school where um, I was in the gifted maths class, which meant mm. we did our maths GCSE a year earlier, and then a year after we'd do statistics instead because we were so good at maths. Mm. Um, however, when I did the maths GCSE, I got a D. Okay. And then they were like, oh, no, well, you can just do the regular GCSE with everything else. And then I got a D again because I suck. And uh, <laughs> But because I was in the gifted class, they still wanted me to do the statistics GCSE. And I was like, I can't get the regular weird. shit down. Why do you want me to do the statistics? It was like, well, you, your name's on the register. You might as well do it. And I went, I'm not coming in for an hour and a half to do an exam I've not studied for because I don't know the stuff. Like, yeah, I, yeah. This was like a week beforehand. And I'm like, I, it wouldn't just be the hour and a half I'm giving up. It's like, I'd have to study for this shit, but properly. And I'd, yeah. and I'd still likely fail because that's not enough time. Everyone else has had a year learning this shit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. When I did the maths A level, they you could choose your modules to a degree. Like I signed up for like pure maths, that everyone had to do, and mechanic, which was you know the one that was most interesting and most useful to engineering and physics and all that. And because I was, I did well in the first ones, and then not so well later on, and then terrible at the end. So they uh, they recommended me from going pure and mechanics to going the what was affectionately known as the PMS course, where you had pure mechanics and a bit of statistics and statistics one was pissed but you still had to learn it mm. and you know actually having time to learn it and a teacher teaching it to you is a lot better than being expected to learn it off your own back and doing an exam off your own back also again GCSE <laughs> is a little bit younger than A level yeah yeah <laughs> well it's, it's one year younger isn't it so it's one year younger because we did we did it when it was AS level and then A level so you did your you could do whatever you like essentially you could do AS levels the first year and then A level second year or you could do it all in the second year okay uh, but yeah <laughs> I didn't do A level they made me do a BTEC in travel and tourism after that and I was miserable and I fucked off I skived school uh, which was uh, it was really funny I'd, I'd, I'd be like I don't want to lift the school today I'll, I'll walk and I'll walk to the library and I read Lord of the Rings all day and then I'd, come, enough, and then I'd come home and then it'd be like yeah it took the school four and a half months to ring up my mum and go yeah why so and so not been coming to school four Ooh, and boy. a half months that's how Ooh, shit boy. my school was and then I and then I skipped one day afterwards and they were like they immediately rang up and my mum was just like if you don't want to go to school you can just not go to school you're over 16 yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay i'm gonna stay home and play video games instead of reading books yeah. <laughs> oh geez not the best time of my life i'll be honest with you fair enough fair enough um season two introduces the golden guard hunter because um, he yeah he wasn't he wasn't um mentioned at all before this because they didn't need another antagonist <laughs> and uh yeah kikimura is again number two bitch <laughs> apparently hunter is like 19 yeah he's, he's like he's a he's a kid he's a teenager he's a bit older than um um, Lumity, but uh, a bit older. He's he's, he's he's older. No, he's a lot older. Lumity is fourteen. Mm-hmm. Like, he's older than fucking uh, Amira and Edric, who are sixteen. Fair enough. I'm gonna I actually mean... scour the wiki very quickly because maybe I'm wrong. We're both old men, so anybody who's less than thirty is like a child to us. <laughs> Not quite. I'm less than 30. Yeah. I, <laughs> prick. Time is ticking. Uh, Hunter. Oh, cool. He is down as Hunter and not Golden Guard. Good. How old is he? Uh, oh, apparently he is 16. I don't know where I got 19 from. So yeah, he's the same old age as the twins, which is only like two years older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he also starts with a fake mechanical staff yeah. that does all of his like magic on his behalf. Well, it's better than that because it, it's um, it actually enhances the wielder's uh, capabilities as well. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. And uh, it gets doesn't it get busted at some point? Yeah, it gets broken when he fights Samity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. That's it. Yeah, so this staff is ridiculously OP. You can chuck it off a bridge, but it'll just come back to him because he wants it to. <laughs> yeah, it's full. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, Amity's mother is a bitch. Yep. <laughs> but she is a MILF, so she gets some points. Well, yeah, fair enough. Fair she enough. doesn't get that many points because she's a, a MILF in a sea of MILFs. <laughs> Mm, mm, mm. Like when you're competing with either. <laughs> oh, again, man, yeah. uh, Lilith is a bit more my jam. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. That means we don't clash. <laughs> it's a cartoon, man. <laughs> Who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, she gets the trio expelled. Uh, even Principal Bump is upset because, as I said before, life is boring without spice. Everything gets sold by the end of the episode by, you know, Luce doing a bit of um, live action demonstration modeling for the uh, abomination um, private army that they're trying to sell. And Amity and then... tackling her biggest fear, which is d- disobeying her parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> her new biggest fear, because now now that uh, Luce rejecting her is not her biggest fear anymore, she can fall back on little. <laughs> on <laughs> the lesser fears <laughs> and uh, Odalia s- still goes back on her word yeah until uh, tries to until Alador goes uh, Alador's point isn't even to uh, okay I feel like it's really easy to misread this scene where Alador it's easy to think that Alador is actually trying to stick up for uh, Amity uh, he's not uh, <laughs> Alador is um, reinforcing the family creed of you gave your words you can't go back on it yeah a contract is a contract and must be fulfilled to the terms of the contract yes uh, he yeah. does he does also <laughs> go by the way look Amity's doing better because of Luz but I feel like those are it's a words of wind moment yep yep <laughs> oh yeah and then the Emperor's Coven comes and shuts down this entire private army thing because only the Emperor is allowed to have an army well it's it's Hunter is it, is it Hunter or Kikimura I think it's Kikimura it's one or the other yeah one, one, of, the one other. of them straight up says we're going to buy your entire stock and Odelia's like oh my god thank you and it's like yes you should be the Emperor doesn't take too kindly to someone making a private army yep like, <laughs> and that's a threat yeah yeah <laughs> hands down hands down like, Odelia Delia's Oracle, isn't she? Because she can do the tele- telepathy bullshit. Yeah, she's Oracle. Um, Alador's Abomination, yeah. Abomination. There is that great um, scene later on where the, the grand leader of the Abomination Covenant gets saved by Alador's creations, and he just screams, Alador's a hack! Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're using the um, like the Magitek-armoured Abominations that are Alador's as yeah. um, shock, shock troops, and he's, he can teleport between any amount of uh, Abomination goop, because that's just something abomination specialist can do it apparently I mean he is the pinnacle isn't he because he's the leader of the oh, set yeah, yeah. so yeah. The, like, the, the real specialist can do that mm. arguably that are, um... Alador can probably do that like it seems to be implied that Alador may have had a rivalry with this geezer yeah <laughs> uh, but uh, you know and I'm pretty sure that, um, that Amity's gonna do it at some point oh, with her, you know oh. a little bottle the little, little bottle of abomination goop she's got it aside I haven't sent it to you yet but I did save a comic earlier of I, I forget the dude's name but the the uh, abomination leader sect guy mm. um, he's drinking with Alador and he's and he's like you know I had a crush on Ordelia when we were teenagers and he's like bro what bro and it's just like yeah like, why didn't you ask her out bro because I know you wanted her bro 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 <laughs> and then Alador's just like oh you could have had her man and, and he's just like yeah but you saved me man you saved me from that bitch bro bro and then it just cuts to Ordelia <laughs> sitting next to them going do you guys even know I'm right here <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a it's a great fucking gag. It's horrible, but it's a great gag. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also can't imagine uh, Alador or that character going, bro, bro, bro. As funny as it is. Bro, bro, bro. It's like, you're my bro, bro. It's like those two fucking knights from Undertale. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Did you know that there's a second set of knights that uh, you can only access through hacking? Why would I know that? (laughs) Okay. Uh, There's a second set of knights, and it's knight three and knight four, and it's um, two female knights, but rather than letting 
letting them explore their attraction to one another. They're just mending a friendship. Yeah, because well, you, it can, wasn't... you can't take the top off of a woman because that has different connotations. Yeah, it does, yeah. And because it was, you know, that little bit less interesting than getting the uh, the big old dragon guy and the big old bunny guy to get homoerotic with each other and get go get ice cream, uh, I think that's why they cut it. Okay. It's also like, <laughs> why repeat encounters? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it uh, it puts into perspective how much Odalia wants Amity to kind of be a mini a mini her how much she hates her fraternizing with people like Willow and now Loose but you know it does also highlight the extra fuck you that dyeing her hair pink is oh yeah 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 <laughs> absolutely absolutely um, we've not even seen the in-family fallout of that yet because the twins keep it secret from the parents also shows how little their parents pay attention then oh yeah yeah totally totally like, I think that's a plot point that they just don't have dinner with each other or anything like that they just live in the same house it's fucked up but yeah we King gets another spotlight episode this is the one that I miss. <laughs> this time it's a real good one. And there's a bit of a, a flip-flop here where he finds out that he might actually be the King of Demons, but Ida definitely put that idea into his head. But it might still be true and also he fixes his horn it's a real weird episode it's a roller coaster yeah yeah <laughs> yeah they got that um boomerang headed creature which just turns out to be king's ex-babysitter and uh, it's like a creature robot golem thing and um i'll be i'll be absolutely yeah. honest with you i remember very little from this episode other than it being you know a big adventure episode and the end result being like uh the plot point or the plot bunny putting being put in our heads of uh yeah where's king's dad or or yeah. mum but uh, i think it's implied that his mum died giving birth to him or laying the egg or something yeah maybe so maybe so um, but it's, it's, it was a really weird one but like because I missed this episode I, I kept seeing King with his horn fix I'm like did I miss something yes <laughs> I, 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 I don't know how I missed the episode if I knew how then I wouldn't have missed it so <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we uh, we next one is the last one with Lilith. Uh, we meet uh, their mom, who is also a, and uh, who also is rocking as fuck. <laughs> a Gmail, I guess. Sure. Um, but here's the thing: this episode actually tugs at my heart a bit because it it shows the how easy it is for people in distress or, and elderly people in general to just get fucking scammed. Yeah, yeah. She's into every uh, homeopathy, essential oils, and anything, and will do anything to try and do right by someone she loves. You need to. It, vin- snake oil salesmen because they still fucking exist to this day and this is uh, an all too common a tale yeah yeah um, however when she knows she's been scammed oh yeah she's fucking awesome yeah she goes ham isn't she a potions person as well uh, she changed to the beast track that's why she controls the bees oh okay okay okay, okay. <laughs> and um, yeah at the end of this episode Lilith leaves the party to go travelling with her I think isn't this one where it um, we actually see Lilith actually... as an owl beast yeah 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 Lilith turns into like an owl beast slash crow beast it's a black one anyway <laughs> it's a big it's a big old black old birdie beast i mean it's got to be an owl beast because that's the nature of the curse sure and it's to uh, it's to show that yeah by sharing the curse they've not stopped it yeah but they have stopped it from being like completely debilitating all well the time. It, it, here's the thing if they keep drinking the potion it keeps getting suppressed however they can't keep drinking the like lilith's entire worry is she grows feathers at one point and she goes she's freaking out and doesn't know what's happening and it makes it worse and Ida yeah. has to calm yeah. her down and says don't worry just drink this and then the next time it happens there's no potion in the house because their mum thinks she's doing the awesome good thing of taking all the potions away. Yeah, and throwing them out, yeah. <laughs> she doesn't throw them out, at least. She does keep them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't you don't need this poison in you, in you. I've got the exact thing you need right here in this book that I got that I bought for half my life savings and the next volume is the other half of my life savings. Mm. And yeah, that's uh, that was real scummy. It's it's <laughs> one of those that, it's one of those episodes that is, despite being set in this magical world, is a little bit too real. Yeah, yeah. Is this the one where we get the flashback of um, them being kids and where it actually 
actually they actually show um, Lilith uh, cursing Eda. No, they do that. that. They before. do that in series. They do that in the finale when they do the reveal. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Wait, okay. do they? No, the actual. I don't know. It, it, it all blurs a bit together with specific episodes. But yeah. uh, well, I know what you're talking about, the where thing. they go to the Rizard Jewel and Eda concedes because she doesn't really care about the Empress Covenant that much. Yeah, yeah. She, she don't care. And then just as she's walking off the field, she gets the curse for the first time. Mm. And uh, and yeah. And, and you uh, and they both get extra points for you because you like gingers. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> now Hunter gets his hazy field turn when everyone's getting their palismans, which are adopted from the Bat Queen as a cool little idea to cut down on the number of homeless palismans and to stop from making more when some of them might end up being, you know, having to be released to the wild anyway. My favourite moment in this episode, at least early on, is um, what's the bully character's name with the three eyes? Bosher. Bosher, where she goes, I don't want some lame second-hand palisman and then immediately melts when she meets one. Yeah. <laughs> and she's just like, this is mine. There are many like this, but this is mine and I will protect them. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> it's adorable. Now, the weird the weird thing is that Luce doesn't get one. Um, but that's because her wish and... is very, well, wishy-washy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her wish is to be a witch and that's it. Like, everyone else has a com- concrete one that you can like match up with something. Yeah, um, I think Bosch's, in fact, is to become a uh, big dick fucking grudgeby player. Yeah, I think <laughs> so, yeah. You know. And does she get like a salamander or something? Oh, I thought it was a crab, but I can't remember. Oh, it, it's been. It's, I slept since then. <laughs> I don't remember everyone's palisman. I remember Hunter's because it's the red bird. It's pretty distinctive, and I know yeah, that well, Amity's is the white cat, but she didn't get that from them. So yeah, 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 yeah. The white cat is really cute. <laughs> It is, it is. I sent you that comic, right? Where yeah, Luz yeah, gets yeah, distracted yeah. by it. <laughs> His tummy bees were going. It was purring. Yeah. She wasted all of her phone battery on recording it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, now here's, here's the thing. Like That entire episode with the with the little red cardinal, it felt like it was between Luce getting it and Hunter. Like It, it looked like Luce might have been the one to get it in the end after they'd spent so much time together. But it's kind of... It, it cements Hunter as not being that bad of a guy that a Palisman is actually bonded to him of its own accord. The only reason Hunter doesn't fully accept it is because he's been taught for X amount of years that wild magic bad. Yeah, uh, but then again, he's also seen what happens to Palismans. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, the, Uncle Belos drinks them. Yeah, he, he just cracks their head off and drinks, <coughs> drinks the wild magic from within. Yeah, it's not good. To sustain himself. So it's one of those, like, what, what? Palisman's made of wild magic, wild magic bad, and yet he drinks them. It's, so. it's what every politician does. It's one rule for Lee, another for me. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's full-on projecting, like, a Using your opponent of exactly what you're guilty of. Well, you know, there's not much uh, to say. I, I do appreciate how there's that one really iffy scene near the beginning where Hunter's knocked the fuck out on some flowers and Luz is over him and it's just like, if this was any other Disney franchise, there'd be a kiss here, but instead Luz slaps the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking great. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> hey man, it fucking works. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we've got, um, we finally got the knock, knock, knocking on Hootie's door time. Um, we, we mentioned it a little bit before. We're skipped something um, haven't we we skipped some episodes surely that's not straight after that uh, oh yeah there's um, the one where Ida teams up with the bard guy who she used to have she, they used to be sweet yeah they used to be sweet on each other in school and um, I think they split up because of the curse pretty much wasn't it, it it's very unclear because it's it, oh it, uh, it, it's likely the curse but the flashback we get beforehand is just like uh, she relives that breakup a lot yeah 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 and um, I think part of it is she thinks he can do better than to live in her shadow as well uh, I think well she doesn't break up with them they break up with her yeah yeah but yeah. But, uh, I um, like Rain for the very brief period that they were in it was very uh, adorable even when we I didn't really know who the fuck they were and they were doing 
their fucking acceptance speech and they were like, uh, what am I supposed... So adorably meek. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to say? And I think it's the Abomination Master. Just goes, just say something. No one cares. Because <laughs> um, you got to bear in mind, they're a very, they have to be a great bard because they become in charge of the sect. Yeah, like, yeah the pinnacle of the bard sect. Like, before this, like, I don't think we'd actually met any bards that did anything worthwhile. I think Bosher might be a bard. Like, or something stupid like that. Like, oh, I don't know, man. Something. Like, I think one of the bitches is a bard. So it's, it's either Bosher or the uh, the, the <laughs> other one that keeps... I only know, I only know three colours. I know Abomination is purple. I know Illusion's blue. And I know Plant is green. <laughs> I think Bard is red. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fine. <laughs> I don't know. It's fine. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. But the Bard's lead... <laughs> a fucking underground resistance is a great plot point. <laughs> yeah, so the bards, including right to the top, so pretty much the pinnacle of all bards in under the Emperor are leading the bards against tyranny. And we've not, like I said, we've not seen much of a, about bards, but now we get to see bards that are high level actually uh, performing in combat and it's actually pretty good. Yeah, there's that brief duet with um, with Ida where the entire, it, it's implied that if they finish the song, Ida and Reigns are just gonna be gone and they're still going yeah. through with it because they're like, yeah, fuck it, until Reigns goes, oh, you can't, you can't leave your babies. <laughs> mm, mm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a very good, um, like, we've had other good uh, character moments with him, oh, with them, sorry, before now, and that's another one that just cements them as a, uh, as, as, as a good, fundamentally good character. And it lets us know that even within the Emperor's system, there are still fundamentally good characters, and it doesn't just stop with Lilith, who stopped being one of them because it would mean killing her sister. I mean, bear in mind it's it's so apparent that the only reason Lilith was even working for them in the first place was because she was sold the lie of do this mm. and we will save your sister yeah yeah you know it's um, villainy 101 promise shit and then don't do it <laughs> Another part of it is that, like, this was before they knew that the Emperor was evil in any way. So, even back then, they both kind of wanted to be in the Emperor's Coven, but Ida had kind of already made up her mind to be her own person. Yeah, and... it, it's, it's a weird one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Right. Because we know Ida was a shit student. Like, not shit academically, because she was gifted, but shit as in, like, she was constantly doing shit around the school to make people's lives a bit miserable. Yeah, she wasn't a shit student, it's just, as a student, she was a shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that's uh, that's it for Ida's Requiem. And now we can get to knock, knock, knocking on Hootie's door. I still feel like we're missing an episode, but hey, you've got the list in front of you. Uh, oh, there's uh, the Looking Glass, the Looking Glass Ruins, where we get the Glanders kid being. Ah, uh, yeah, that's it's a, it's a Gus episode. No offense, episodes that focus on Gus aren't the most fun. Yeah, they're like Lisa episodes. Ah, <laughs> oh, they're not that bad. It's just you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're not that bad. Yeah. I like Luz. I like Willow. I like Lilith. I like I like everyone but Gus. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> Gus is Gus is just so straight like he's so yeah, straight he's... and uh, like an arrow like yeah he doesn't really f- he's not flexible with the rules and shit so he tends to always do the lawful good thing it feels like he works better as part of a cast rather than as a focus yes and unfortunately the cast in this wasn't the regular cast it was these goombas yeah <laughs> uh... yeah it was <laughs> so yeah back to not not knocking on Hootie's door yeah talked about it earlier <laughs> Hoodie um, ass- ass- assists with a bunch of shit. Most of it goes wrong initially, and then eventually all of it turns out right. Okay, right? I need to ask you a very important question. Have you seen? I want to say it's the Thai dub. What they've done to uh, to the uh, Lumity scene? Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> I've not watched anything that nerfs Lumity. Okay. Well, <laughs> again, I think it's Thai. It might not be. It might be Taiwanese. But even then, I think even saying that word's a no-no in certain places of the world. But um, they uh, they. 
they changed the subtitles so that um, instead of the banner saying, will you be mine or I love you, Amity, it's, yes, I would absolutely love to dress up and travel the world with you. <laughs> that's, a really long wind- that's a really long-winded way of like avoiding being lesbian. Yeah, it, it it's so fucking dumb. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I want to point out as well, technically speaking, Luz isn't a, a, a lesbian. Oh, yeah, technically on she's she's listed on, I think, was it Twitter by the creator as being bisexual? An official source, and I, I think it was the creator, said that Luz is bisexual, which makes <laughs> Luz, I think, the first, the, the actual first, and not a Disney first animated uh, main character who's bi. Yeah, yeah, at least for kids. Like, there may be one before that, but... Uh, for Disney, but yeah. like, Disney show. No, yeah, we, we, but, within Disney and, well... Okay. Just within Disney. Saying within Dis- yeah, saying within Disney and for kids is basically the same thing. But, well, but <laughs> D- Disney animated character, because I guess Loki is bisexual, but who gives a fuck? <laughs> yeah, totally, totally, totally. Uh, but it's it's um, one of those where... Um, uh, when I say a real first, it's because Disney does this thing where, look, it's our first gay character, and it's like, Disney, and this is your seventh first gay character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's yeah. so frustrating. <laughs> look, we did a first. You No, you can't have a first seven times. <laughs> Your first one mm-hmm, this year, mm-hmm. maybe. <laughs> oh man, that's going to be a terrible one going forward because like most of these things that they've made were made a long time ago and they're just only now being released. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was, it's actually quite impressive how Hootie managed to make an entire love tunnel underneath the house. I've got, like, I've got to assume there's seconds. some fucking dark sorcery going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hootie is actually an elder god incarnate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he gets treated like shit by everyone apart from Lilith, who is now gone. <laughs> but even Lilith is a bit mean because there's the end of the episode where she becomes friends with him where she goes um, where everyone goes yeah let's draw on Hoodie and Hoodie's like oh and Lilith's like don't worry I'll make sure they don't go too far not I'll stop them it's just like no don't worry I'm I'm good we're good you'll be fine yeah Yeah, yeah, man that fucking design though for fucking hybrid Ida yes like I like Harpy Ladies they're good I like Monster Girls in general and Ida was already Mm. a MILF and just Mm. batshit insane enough to be attractive Uh, (laughs) yeah you, you, you gotta of the like demented smile that's kind of like her um not not demented the the overconfident fang smile that she always has yeah isn't there an episode where she screws her golden fang in i or, don't know did i dream that i might have dreamt it don't worry <laughs> Fever dreams. You might, you might have, uh, you might have dreamt it because um, uh, King gets the golden fang as well when Ida's in his body. Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah, because uh, <laughs> Luce doesn't have the golden fang when she's in Ida's body. True, 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 true. I get, I, I guess I made it up. It's fine. Um, <laughs> um, if there was going to be a visual gag like that, you could see it happening in this show. Yeah, totally, totally. Uh, but yeah, this episode's really good. You get three major power ups, although one of them's not really a power up. But um, it's very easy. I, I even forgot about it myself. It's very easy to like gloss over the King power up here because it's sandwiched by either doing a massive step and Luz making an even bigger step. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Like, I don't even know which is bigger out of uh, Luz or Ida. I, like, I, think, it's, I think it's technically Ida, but, like, Luz is young and this is her first girlfriend by the feel, by the seams of things, so... Yeah, w- when you're young, everything... Every first thing you do when you're young is more impactful on your life because it's formative. And also, like, with Amity helping out, she instantly now has access to that thing she was struggling with, with the mouse. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, oh, dude, I really fucking was just like, yeah, fuck yeah, Ida's a good mum. When she, she as the harpy lady, is like hovering over Luz and Luz is all depressed and she's just like, oh, me and Amity, I need to ask Amity, but I don't know. And, L- and Ida just goes, Luz, is that what you want? She goes, I think so. He just well, go get her, champ. Do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that is a pretty good Aesop for the episode of there is no perfect time for a lot of things. But oh. if it's something that you really want, then there's the best time for it was yesterday. The second best time is today. Sorry, I'm for the clicky crack ASMR. But yeah, uh, it's that fucking Chinese proverb. I think it's a Chinese proverb of um, the, the best uh, time to plant a tree was bastard uh, years ago. Yeah, yeah. Second best time to plant a tree is now. <laughs> Steal my thunder, yeah, bastard. <laughs> Uh, but yeah villainous laughter <laughs> but yeah that's uh, like, like you said that was your pretty much your favourite episode now since Grom Fright <laughs> that tunnel of love uh, as well oh yeah and I think the best part of that was just the fact that Amity just stole the thunder by asking her first <laughs> and then Luce goes ah. <laughs> feelings going, okay, okay, okay you can ask me and then they both ask each other yeah <laughs> stereotypical gender roles are bullshit yep yep <laughs> now we do get to a episode that's almost without loose. Oh, is this the one where she's got the fungus? Yeah, she's got the common mold. <laughs> I love it at the end where she's she finally snaps out of her delirium, looks up at the, all the fucking mushrooms on her head, and the first thing she goes is, huh, wonder if that's permanent. <laughs> <laughs> not I hope it's not just wonder if it is <laughs> but yeah this episode is good like it's I want to say it's a good mirror of season one as well because it's the second to last episode of the series if I recall mm-hmm. right yeah 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 and, well, yeah it's, it's the second to last one of what we've got so far yeah and they both end with epic showdowns yeah I don't think this came close <laughs> to matching Eda versus Lilith because that was fucking insane but it's damn close and the animation is oh chef's kiss. Is this the one where Kikimura's um, hand dragon tries to eat um, Hunter as well? No, I think that happened in epi- earlier on in the other episode. Because Kikimura okay. and Hunter don't actually cross paths here because Hunter's avoiding them. Oh, okay. I okay. think. He's, he's kind of like semi-Ronin, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he's got the palisman that he wants to keep secret. Yeah, but he can actually go into the castle with it. He just has to keep it secret. Yeah, I guess. Like, uh, Belos implies that he's Hunter's uncle, but I can't remember if he outright says it or if, again, I dreamt that. I also remember it. Right. And I don't think we've talked about him specifically until now. So if we both remember it, then it must have happened rather than as both um, one of us remembering it and talking to it to uh, talking about it to the other and it becoming a false memory for one of us. (laughs) (laughs) Those happen when you get older kids. Yeah, you get gaslit into like assuming something about fiction. Well, I've got the other problem, because again, I've not been shy about the fact that I do read fan fiction from time to time. Um, oh, yeah. The reason, wh- <laughs> I'll I tell you what, the reason I've never touched a Song of Ice and Fire fan fiction is because that book series is still going on. And I, the, mm. one of my biggest fears is mixing up something that was some fucking random person on the internet's idea and wasn't in the book and being like, what happened to this plot point? And then sounding like a crazy person. <laughs> Yeah, you, it's it's tough when you're mixing canon and fan. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, um, Amity just shows how much of a badass she can be on her own. She's got the little pod of um, Abomination Goop by her side, which I believe is the way that Katara fights as well in Avatar Last Airbender. And they share a voice actor. I ain't watched Avatar. <laughs> okay. I need to get on that, I know. Neither have I. I had to educate the Americans the other day that um, Avatar sounds a lot more funny in Eng- it to British people because everyone's getting called Benders all the time. I guess if you're 12. <laughs> I mean, yeah. 
<laughs> like, we have the word Bender, and Americans don't. So even the character Bender from Futurama is something that we just chuckle at now and again. <laughs> what kind of Bender do you want to be? <laughs> Uh, okay. Man, I have seen some weird comics of um <laughs> of waterbenders being able to bend to come. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, it wasn't sexually arousing in any way, but it was very funny. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> um but yeah, we have the final episode No, no, had. no. I want to talk I want to talk about the other episode a bit more cuz I thought you were going to get to it, but you didn't. Um I love okay, through the I didn't. No. I love through the episode where they've got the weird thing that's not a phone, but it's kind of a phone oh like, so, a, like a pager yeah yeah, yeah. loose keeps sending messages and their heartfelt honest messages and hunter the little shit completely warps them in amity's brain and amity is constantly on edge and anxious throughout the entire episode oh they're all emojis as well aren't they yeah because it's not a real thing it's <laughs> uh, yeah yeah when when they finally get home king goes oh yeah turn it sideways dude <laughs> But it's even like before, you know her, she's anxious about doing right by Luz because Amity knows Luz and she knows she's not like that. Yeah. You know, (laughs) she's not going to be like, if you don't bring back blah, blah, don't bother coming back. That is the most least Luz thing I could possibly think of her saying. Yeah. But she does have the insecurity of, she, she was basically raised that way. No, I get it. I'm just, I'm saying it's it's all Hunter's fault. Oh yeah, totally. Helping to twist the knife that on the anxieties that she already has. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the knife, but the knife blade was already there from her parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I say, she's already she's already been raised that way. So it's just cementing what she already knows about inter interperson communication and relationships with people that you're meant to have affection for. Just obviously, it's a bit a different a bit different type of affection between you know respecting and loving your parent versus you know being head over heels for your love interest. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. I got distracted during your entire rant. Can you see why? Uh, no, 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 no. I've, uh, I'm my thing. No, 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 no. Right. Oh dear. Uh, so weird. Yeah. Yeah. Appar- uh, yeah it's, it's, it's done now. Yeah. Yeah. My hair keeps fluffing in front of my fucking face. <laughs> but it's like a single strand of hair, which makes it even weirder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like a um it's like an ahoge or something. But like it, it, if it if it were a cartoon, you just blow it and it would just go <laughs> and back down again. Okay. I know the words you <laughs> meant, but my brain associates it with a weirder word, and I was just like, why? How? Oh yeah. Yeah. You're thinking ahegao. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eyes roll back, tongue out. I'm not gonna do the face. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The the Belle Delphine face. Yeah. Don't know who that is, but okay. Um, let's move on, shall we? The final episode. Yeah. Yesterday's lie. Oh um, man. Yeah. I just remembered what happens in this episode. Yep. Yep. So this is the one where we see a potential alternative to what might have happened as well, which is actually pretty neat. Luce was um a bit anxious all the way back in episode one about camp that she was being sent to being shit, and we get to see that actually camp wouldn't have been shit she would have made friends we get to see those friends no but it's Just... not the it's not the friends that were the actual problem though it was the purpose of the camp which is to stamp out creativity oh yeah it, it was the purpose but yet yeah, it didn't work it, because those friends are the ones that um, are still creative in their own way aren't they yeah I suppose so but you know those friends also so... seem to be a bit older than Amity not Amity fuck Luz actually is yeah yeah but you know they um, they seem to have banded together as like a creativity um 
uh, rebellion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it's... Um... I'm blown away by the sadness that I know happens at the end of the episode because it actually tugs at my heart very much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so the whole episode is framed as Luce being able to see into the her original world, the real world, the human world. The reason why she can do this is because they tried to recreate the door and they didn't quite succeed. Yeah, they use a bit of Titan blood from the key, which um, which Amity basically had to surrender to Hunter, but she cracked it and had like some of it on her hand, and they were able to use that in this episode. It's such quick thinking from someone so young. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, they've they've kind of made this semi semi functional, semi complete door that they're trying to you know test, and she gets kind of stuck in the world between worlds. She can she can call on someone's name and see through a window into what's happening in their life right now. So uh, she has the thought of, oh, Mama Noseda, which I've forgotten her name already. Oh, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> uh, is it Maria or something? Like I couldn't tell you. I'll Google it now if you yeah. want. You keep talking. Um, yeah, it's uh, her mom anyway. And uh, Camilla. Oh, okay. Yeah, Camilla Noseda. <laughs> I took losing to Google thinking that'd be enough. And it's a fucking... <laughs> it's a fucking film about a fucking cab driver in 2018. <laughs> <laughs> it's also a pretty common name in um, in Spanish. So sure. It just means light. It just means light. And that's why her first glyph is light. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's Camilla. You're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But um, but yeah, we get a, 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 a little bit of insight into the real world, uh, how Camila is doing, and oh boy, Luce is there too. Except 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 it's not. We skipped over it a little bit beforehand because I can't, I can't exactly remember what episode it was in, but I guess it would have been one of one of the ones in the um, in the school time where a basilisk came to school and disguised as a inspector. Oh yeah, wanted, that did happen. Wanted to eat, <laughs> yeah, wanted to eat all the magic in the school. People were saying it can't be a basilisk their extent, and then did the thing that basilisks do which is eat magic Um, but now we have a younger basilisk who was also bred by Emperor Bello. I think the implication is most of them were. Yeah, they, like all the ones that are alive now have been cloned by him for like now to be able to do the thing that they do like in the um, in the here and now rather than rather than being set loose. Yeah, being yeah. used to clean up. Yeah, and um, she is experiment number five, which in Roman numerals is V. So she gets the nickname V when they uh, when they reconcile a little bit. She uses her last bit of magic to change back into a regular form as far as I'm aware. Like she, she changes forwards and back a fair few times but she uses the last bit of magic for that. Yeah. Uh, gets captured in her normal form and um, Camila in her quick thinking pre- also pretends to be an inspector which is a bit of a <laughs> a bit of a callback to the other basilisk that we've seen. Yeah. Gets into the back room of this tinfoil hat guy's house uh, sorry his uh, museum. Um, brings in doesn't she pick up um, Ida's tarot cards from in there as well? I can't really recall but yeah, the tarot cards are the thing that gives V the amount of magic she needs to transform again. Well, it's one of those as well, like the tarot cards, the, the cards that she plays in the uh, Boiling Isles, the card game, has actually yeah. spread to the human world because she traded yeah. them for human money at one point because she needed a cab yeah. or some shit. It was really dumb. Yeah. <laughs> or a coffee or something. Yeah. <laughs> like she's, ba- she's banned from the coffee shop for not paying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think there's uh, some alive magical pastries still in the bins, living and making a society or some dumb shit that happened. <laughs> I, oh. 
but yeah the i think the way that uh camilla um blackmails the guy into not revealing that there is a basilisk in town is by saying yeah the way you found out was by all of these illegal cameras all that you place all around town which i'm sure the authorities would be delighted to hear about mm. so they basically shake hands and you know part ways <laughs> i don't remember it, remember it quite being so amicable but uh, it probably was no it wasn't it wasn't amicable <laughs> it was basically uh threatens threatenings that uh camilla is pretty devastated that Luce wouldn't would rather run away to another world and stay there for at least the first couple of the first couple of weeks like a, the length of time that the camp was going to be rather than just actually have the conversation with her and say that this is not really what she wanted to do and that she saw her mother as this tyrant that was trying to stamp out her creativity which it, it, like, it was true like we all saw the first episode like this was what was happening she wanted her to grow up as uh, to, into being an adult but she's still a kid the the, the thing here is that um it it doesn't seem to be an issue of of it not occurring it seems heavily implied if not outright stated that Lou said several times she does not want to go to this place yeah however her mother decided well the school says you have to go so you go yeah yeah it was um again it's one of those kind of where the conversation would have avoided it but also kind of not because I feel like if the conversation happened it would have escalated to like we, we have so little much uh, so little glimpse into what Camilla is like as a parent by all accounts she seems to get on with her daughter that doesn't necessarily yeah. mean that um she always makes decisions that she agrees with so yeah yeah it's very much like uh, I feel like it would have escalated to arguing shouting and the, the bottom line is Camilla is the parent you go yeah 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 Sh- arguing shouting door slamming and yeah probably would have gone to the same um the same final destination of maybe trying to run away for a little bit maybe going to the cabin maybe finding the door still maybe actually the rest of the episode going the same way except you've parted on bad terms with mum but you know it it would still kind of be fixed by what we now know to have been what was happening in the background of v going to the um going to the camp instead i don't know if it was uh, quite a simple fix because v is not mm loose loose has her own opinions and she is not shy about sharing them whereas v's sole job was to blend in and survive which apparently basilisks do very well yeah yeah. so if they don't have to if they don't have to use all their magic all the time to keep shifting back and forth you gotta bear in mind (laughs) that while v was at camp she didn't need to act like lose nobody knew lose there she just had to absolutely find a group of people i am now on your team yeah she even wrote a letter back home and she spelt lose's name wrong so she crossed out her own name kind of cute but yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah <laughs> yeah so it ends on a bit of a dour note and there's so many plot points that are still open by the end of this season two even though we're technically only halfway through but we know we're not getting a full season anyway it's an odd place to be in where yeah. it just there are too many plot points to wrap up in free movie episode uh, movie length episodes in my opinion yeah so we got um, are we not getting the rest of season two and then the movie doesn't sound like we are well we'll find out I hope I'm wrong like, I also hope I also hope you're wrong I, I I hope we're getting the um the rest of season two and then movies but you know like it, I wouldn't put it past Disney to conflate the two and just have the rest the rest of the movies be like a uh, a future armored season three which is you know done dirty done dirty yeah absolutely absolutely but uh do you have any more to say about the episode the episodes not so much we could talk about characters till the end of days but like we've already been going for two hours close to yeah yeah so I think we should get into our regular final segment which we forgot to do last time because we're both doyle them. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, from the entire season and a half, do you have a favourite? Ah, oh, Luz and Amity dancing on Grom Night. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. <laughs> it, it's so it, it's adorable. I also I really like Luz's outfit on that because it's such a mismatch of random bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, if, I, if I've got to give a favourite moment, I'm going to give it to that. But honestly, the, the damn series is full of them. It's such a good watch. It's so fun. Yeah, yeah. If you've not watched it already, you probably shouldn't be listening to this in retrospective. But if you've gotten this far without having listened to it, or without having watched it, then go watch it. <laughs> uh, but yes, I'll uh, return the question to you, good sir. What's your favourite moment? My favourite moment, like, it's one that you probably wouldn't expect, and it is the cardinal bonding with Hunter. Okay. Because, like, we needed that for a someone on the villainous side in this season, not just Reigns. Um, well, Reigns isn't even on the villain side. They're just putting up a fa- uh, facade. Yeah, yeah. But we needed someone who very definitely was at the top of the hierarchy to actually have a face turn. And this is like the key to the face turn. Just like how Lilith had Ida be a key that she'd not turned yet. Um, this is this is his the hint that he could be better than he has been. Well, the fact that he wants to study wild magic and have it as a source of power and work with it, it's already a good sign. But now he's got a thing that he actively has to protect. I'm doing this as if I've got a burn on my shoulder, but you know. <laughs> but yeah, 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 absolutely. It's, it's one of those things. Like, it's not one that I would have expected to have picked even, but it, when when I was going through the question in my head before I was before we actually started, like I just couldn't get it out of my head. Like this is the the one nah, thing. Nah, that I... nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> But yeah, we can't always talk about the good as much as we would like to. We do have to ask, do you have a weakest link or an unfavourite moment or an unfavourite thing? Yeah, that fucking Disney executive prick who decided that this is not for Disney. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. If, if, if I had a mirror, I would hold it up because that's exactly my answer as well. It's like, there's nothing wrong with the show. There are some episodes that are a bit slower than others, like the, the episode that focuses on Gus. But even then, that's not a bad moment. It's just, uh, Gus wasn't a strong enough character to carry on it on his own and he was the only main cast member in the episode you know yeah like, yeah yeah yeah. we didn't have, even have Willow in it yeah similarly Willow hasn't really had her own solo episode no like, Willow hasn't really is... been in season 2 to be honest yeah the closest thing we got was understanding Willow and like she really wasn't in that either <laughs> she was like she was the stage not the actor it's a good way of putting it yeah but honestly, the real villain of this show is that one Disney executive being a wanker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm sorry, we're meant to represent him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a mature fucking route to go, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> were you making a wanker, wanker symbol? <laughs> I'll see it in a moment on the on the stream playback. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm hiccuping uncontrollably. You can just watch on Discord. <laughs> uh, I've got I've got something else up in the middle at the moment, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, now we both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it was a wanker symbol, yeah. <laughs> Since we've both given the same answer for that and the same reasoning and the same melancholy and uh, a wistful wanting for the story untold, uh, I am going to ask you, who is your MVP? It's a very tough question, and I had to I had to think of this before we started recording, but I have an answer. Dana Terrace. Good answer. The creator of the show. I know that doesn't necessarily mean they're in, they don't necessarily get the final say on everything, but they decide the general direction. They gave the pitch. They had the ideas. They wanted this world to be given life. And it has been 
been. It's great. Yeah. Without yeah. them, it wouldn't have existed, and I'm eternally thankful. Yeah. Yeah. The um, the world being breathed life by the entire crew is it's a good extension, but it is just an extension of the original creator's vision. Absolutely. And I don't so. want to take anything away from the voice cast or the writers or the artists, for fuck's sake, you know. Mm-hmm. But you know, it has to start somewhere, and they get the. I say they because I don't know if Dana's a man or a woman. It's a really genderless name. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, it's good. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure she's a woman, but uh, again, we're in uh, we're in pronoun territory at this point. So, um, <laughs> I think it's only fair that I shoot the question back at you, my friend. Who's your MVP? I think I said it in the original uh, in the original watch as well, but it extends to the entire series. As far as I'm concerned, I'm giving it to Eda the Owl Lady because without her, it wouldn't be an owl house. I remember a really funny moment that I forgot to mention during the episode, uh, the second to oh. last episode, where they're on the hunt for the uh, Titan Blood, yeah. where uh, she becomes the harpy lady again mm, mm. but she has to negotiate with the owl beast and when they get home king goes you ate like five shrews on the way home yeah and Eda just <laughs> just spits <laughs> and is just like i c- sorry it's the deal i had to make <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> Eda is a constant treat whenever she shows up yeah it, it's it's now nice that she's got um she's got something to do within herself like being able to negotiate with the owl beast and uh, you know the kind of thing that you wish that Bruce Banner could do with the Hulk she actively does with the Albies yeah. negotiate with it yeah. and, um, it's like depending on the storyline with, ba- with Banner but I get what you mean yeah 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 like yeah, like you say some of the stories it is it, it is a good thing that he can do and some stories it's an awful thing that he has to avoid at all costs because he, he hates the Hulk and, and with a burning passion because of everything that he does like I think Eda fe- used to feel that way about the Albies because it was just destructive and put other people that she cared about in danger like I think basically the only one before the series started would have been King. Well, um, you say that, but when she was a teenager and first had the curse, she did attack her dad. Yes, yes, she did. So you know, this is probably this is the reason she went into exile, as it were, in the first place. Yeah, yeah, self-imposed exile, living on her own. She's got a bug demon. She's got King. A bug demon? Do you mean Hootie? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Hootie's technically classed as a bug demon. There's like <sighs> multiple types of demon. Oh yeah, I forgot they went through all that fucking bullshit. Yeah, Hootie, yeah, yeah. Hootie is a weird <laughs> creature and a little bit gross. <laughs> <laughs> in fact I'm pretty sure early on like the same episode where Luce gets her light glyph and Ida shows up as the Albies for the first time like the rest of the episode is King trying to teach Luce about demons yes 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 so welcome to Demons 101 <laughs> Yeah, man. So yeah, I'm 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 sticking with my MVP. Either the old lady got it in the first place, and she's getting in, the, she's getting that right now. And I'm pretty sure after the movies are done, it's going to take a lot of swaying for me to change my mind. Yeah, man. I I hope it ends up on a good note, but I realise it's an uphill battle with having planning on having seasons of story and condensing it down to three movies. Again, I'm for those not watching along, I'm doing air quotes because who knows mm-hmm, what they mm-hmm. consider movie length for Disney nowadays. Yeah, and there is also the little side side story of there is a script for a Owl House and Amphibia crossover, which I'm pretty sure was meant to be a musical, but they ended up having to do it as a script read between the two teams and the, the two gangs of cast members um, at a Comic-Con at some point. I mean, It'll be fun to see. Isekai's man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the two, I'd say best cartoons they've had on Disney going uh, in most recent memory are just Isekai's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, 
it may have worn out its welcome in the anime world, but Western cartoons have barely touched it. Mm, mm, absolutely. Star Versus kind of flip-flopped on it in that Star was isekai'd into the human world. It's also a bit different because Star Versus, there's multiple verses. That it's it's more multiverse than isekai. Yeah, yeah. So absolutely. that's yeah. one of the, one of the main reasons why I wouldn't select it for the uh, the Kingdom Hearts question is because there's so much out there that it'd be difficult to have a cohesive like Star Versus is, is, is essentially Kingdom Hearts anyway. Yeah. I, <laughs> Yeah. But I feel we're getting a little off track and waffling too much, and because that that's entirely because of me. <laughs> So, let's wind down. If you've made it this far, as always, you are our favourite person. If you are here on YouTube, you have the YouTube comments and the chat, if you were here live, but because, you know, we've seen not, not many people in chat already, so it'll be the comment section of after we make it into a VOD. And if you're on the audio platforms that we have, you have our email, which is... NonsenseReviewUK at gmail.com Once again, that is NonsenseReviewUK.com Your arms need to be on the opposite side of the screen. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's the other way around on my Discord. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, we look forward to hearing from you. Uh, general comments are appreciated, but if you've got suggestions of things you want to see in the future, that's cool too. We're open to suggestions. We are fully booked until the end of March, so to speak. So, uh, you know, we've got plenty of ideas without you inputting your own, but if, if we get fan requests, we will prioritise them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. As best as we can. Mm. But yeah, that's uh, that's going to be a goodbye from me. And it's going to be a jolly farewell from me. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.